What's good in the hood? It's your main man, Mr. Jeff Des and Johnny Kate. You already know it's another episode of Johnny and Jeff's Bag of Tricks. Trick bag. Special edition. Special edition. This is something you need to hear. <laughs> is that what's happening right now? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> Yo, we're back, man. Yeah, we're here. So episode, what is this? Four, five, six? I don't know if three? we can count this because this is a special it's edition. A special edition. So it's a one offer, maybe. We wanted to always switch it up a little bit. You know, we can't be like the other podcast. Right. And just talk all day. Right. We're gonna be talking here. Exactly. But we want to talk about something special. Something special in our hearts. Right. So every now and then we are going to come up on a character or an ideology or a theory and we are going to deconstruct it. That's right. Now, what is uh, deconstruction? I'm happy you asked. Now, you know, I studied English in mm-hmm. high school, college, and grad school. I just speak it. That's good. Uh, I'm going to give you the quickest definition that I can of deconstruction. Got it. Deconstruction is a method of critical analysis of mm. philosophical and literary language Ooh. that emphasizes the eternal workings of language and conceptual systems. Blah, 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 blah. So, in other words, breaking down stuff? It's all about breaking something down, okay. showing what it truly is. Yeah. Right? My main man, Jacques Derrida, I'm dropping some inside information here for you. Gerard Depardieu? No. Oh. <laughs> Not Gerard Depardieu. Big shout out to him, man. Yeah, and he his was... <laughs> that plum of a nose. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he had that swaggy hair, man, Gerard Depardieu. Like he dipped it in wine. So what we're going to do is today we're going to deconstruct our main man, Steve Urkel. And? Why we believe mm-hmm. that he is... A modern day black millennial before the black millennial even existed. Yeah, he made it fly. While the black millennials were being born, Steve Urkel was already doing it. Well, that's because he had a time machine, so he clearly came (laughs) back and, you know. Yo, your man, Steve Urkel, had a time machine. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let that one sit in for a little bit. My man was at home in his basement. In the basement. Building a device... That can clearly just break uh, the space-time continuum. Had Donald Trump knew about this back in the day? You mean Biff Tannen? A.K.A. A.K.A. Biff Tannen. <laughs> yeah. Um, from Back in the Future. Back in the Future. All right. Whoa. Back to Inception. the Future. Inception bars in right a, there. Right there. Inception <laughs> right there. bars. Yo, I mean, he had a bill. He built a time machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the government knew about it. I don't know if NSA knew about it. No, they should have. Somebody needed to go into his house. Right. And stop this whole thing. Because that kid, with that kind of power, you don't know what that kid's capable of. I mean, a time machine. I don't know if people... Like, let's get the... A, a time machine. A time machine. He also had a transformation machine, which he, we'll get into. He did. He also had a, uh, a suit that was magnetic. Right. He also cloned people. Himself. He cloned himself. Himself. <laughs> like, how is all of this possible? Uh, he was clearly ahead of his time. He was. He was the black millennial. Black millennial. Which, which starts off like this. So, like many millennials... Mm-hmm. But particularly black millennials as well, they are probably the most savvy when it comes to social media. Right. Uh, when it comes to being technologically advanced, right. right. Uh, millennials are on it. They're on the wave. They're they're before everybody else. And they're 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 quick to try new things. Correct. Yeah. Steve Urkel was the black millennial because he was so technologically savvy. In the nineties, before it was all, before it ever happened, right? He was Netflix before Netflix, right? He was Uber 
before. I bet you he. I bet you had Uber. I think he invented it. He probably invented Uber. Correct. He probably invented Amazon Fresh. My man definitely invented Tinder. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> he was trying to holler, man. Where did Myra come from? He sw- swipe left. Yeah, swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe right. Sorry, swipe I'm still right. not. I'm still or you not. can super like that. See, I'm still not there with the Tinder, man. I'm here to fill you in. You're in there. Yeah. So that's number one. Yeah. Right. He was just tech savvy. Beyond belief. Beyond belief. I, you know, let me talk about this transformation machine, though, for a second. Yeah, let's get into that. Now, if you had a transformation machine, mm-hmm. would you use it? Of course. What would you transform yourself into? Uh, I would probably go... Man, would I think you... this goes into who I'd want to play me if I had a biopic. Okay. Is that how you pronounce it? Bi- bi- biopic? <laughs> what is it? It's biopic. Is it biopic? <laughs> yes. I don't know about that. It's kind of like biopsy without the right. Y. That, that I'm pretty certain it's biopic. Right? I don't know, man. <laughs> biopic. I mean, you might be the English major, but <laughs> but listen, I know more. If they were going to play me in a biopic, I don't know. I didn't have this the first I've heard it. But I'd, go ahead. I'd probably, I'd probably, I go. Denzel's too easy. You can't transform yourself into Denzel Washington. Oh wait, who? What am I transforming? I mean, Steve transformed into. Oh, Stephane. into like a better version of him. Right. What would be like your the better, better version of me? Yeah. Oh, I would wear like designer clothing. Okay, like what? Um, Versace, like Migos. I, oh, okay, got it. Okay, what do you I'd got? wear um, golden, gold foil, gold leaf Versace tracksuits. Okay, daily. Yeah, and uh, I would have hair again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because you're losing your hair. Because I'm losing mine. <laughs> I would go um, full on cornrows, <laughs> like Kawhi Leonard. Like Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Yes. So imagine Kawhi Leonard. Oh, push your T. Push yeah. Imagine push your T <laughs> uh-huh. in a gold foil Versace tracksuit. That's who you would be. That's who I would be. <laughs> but with like with like I would say maybe some Fubu sneakers on. <laughs> That's better? Is that a better you? Yes, because I'm like ironic. Okay. I'm like and chicks love iron irony right now. <laughs> Biopic. Bi- ironic. <laughs> irony. <laughs> So you would be wearing I don't know Is this better man? I don't know I don't know if it's better But it's What you're describing To me it's better It's the entire transformation <laughs> right now Cornrows Cornrows Versace And gold, gold Versace And some Fubu sneakers And Fubu sneakers Yes you're, Blue and yellow Fubu sneakers No you're wilding man Yeah But at first you'd be like Yeah that guy is out of control But you know He's confident Stefan Urkel was problematic to me How? Why? He, I felt, was a a little bit of a womanizer. Womanizer is the wrong term. Womanizer is the wrong term. I thought he only had love for Laura. I don't think so, man. I think he ultimately did. Yeah. But you know, I think Urkel also he was playing two women at the same yes, time. Yes, he was. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what. Oh, do we separate that? Separate what? The two guys. The two guys. They're the same person. They're the same person. He's so he is same. a wo- he is a womanizer. Correct. Yes. Just because he cha- like to me that's like almost maybe like bipolar, like maybe he, maybe he had a bipolar machine. Right. Maybe the machine wasn't even a machine. He was just. Oh. He wasn't. There. My man was using the machine as he, an excuse. He flipped it. Man. He flipped it. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. He knew he couldn't bag Laura. He knew so he's he like, couldn't. you know what? He was smart enough to figure out. Yo, these idiots don't know. I'm just going to drink some Powerade. 
I'm going to go into this machine. I'm the only kid on my block with a computer. <laughs> right. So they think I'm the smartest person ever. I'm in the middle of Chicago. Right. These kids are shooting each other. Yo. I'm the only one that has a computer. You know what? I created a time machine. That's it. Hey, guys. And, and look, I created Stefan. <laughs> Your man oh. took his, he took off his suspenders. He's a hustler. Removed his glasses. Right. His voice, which was a lie all along. Yep. Just changes into like some super suave. I'm just saying. Yo, he faked it. This is how you deconstruct. This is what we're talking about. That is, that is Stefan Urkel totally is a bipolar Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel is not taking his meds. But why? Because there's no one there to make sure he took his meds. Because where are the parents? Because his parents aren't around. Don't care. There was, a, there was an episode where I think Harriet, it was when Stefan, this is when we truly start to see how problematic. First Harriet. Original Harriet. Original Harriet. First Bay, not first Bay. Not new Harriet. Not non perfect strangers Harriet. Right. How can you have that's another conversation for another mm-hmm. thing. But I believe Harriet asks Stefan, she goes, How do you how do your parents like the new you? Stefan's response is they finally introduced me to my grandparents. What? You know what that means? They were neglectful? Yes. They were um, they were mean-spirited. Definitely mean-spirited. They were bad parents. Yeah. And apparently, there's no ACS in Chicago. <laughs> uh, ACS, for people that aren't from New York... Break it down. Is, uh, used to be BCW, Bureau Child of Child Services. Welfare right. Services. Oh, good job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been there before. Uh, we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah... They're supposed to come get your kids when you uh, are not there. Correct. And apparently, uh, Steve was just allowed to have so much free time on his own. Yeah. No one came to check up on him. <laughs> like, at least, you know, you're supposed to have that cousin that comes and check up on you when BCW come. Uh-huh. And be like, yo, that's my dad. Right. But it's really your cousin. He's like 16. Is that what was happening? You're like nine. <laughs> so he, you know... So that's the thing. My dad actually works for ACS. Okay. So he's been through those where he's mm-hmm. had to go through homes and things like that. And, I, you know, if I have to ask my I'm going to ask my father. I'm going to just give him the scenario, not yeah. mention any names, and say how he would handle that. Ooh. And I guarantee he would yo. say, yo, we take the kid out we of the house. We take that kid out of there. Yo, he's destructive. Right. He's going in and out of other people's homes right. without any type of... No key. No keys, no doorbells, right? He's breaking and entering. Just walking into people's houses. It's a cop's house. Right, but he... Uh, listen. Ooh. Speaking of being a police officer, uh-huh. this is another reason why your man is a black millennial. Okay. As you know, you know, we're going through a very tumultuous time, uh, and I think this is like we're in the midst of what do you mean? a... I mean, I think that black people are struggling to deal with... Because cops can't keep their guns to uh-huh. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Right? <laughs> Keep the bullets to yourself. <laughs> enough is enough. Enough is enough. This ain't Doom. <laughs> you remember Doom? Yes. Does it, throw, does it still yes. exist? It still exists. Oh, they see. made a new one. Okay, I didn't know that. Except for this time, it was just cops shooting black kids down. <laughs> the new Doom. The new Doom. The new police shooting 12-year-old black boys. Yo. So Carl Winslow is uh-huh. a police officer. Yeah. Right? So I was saying how another reason is that black millennials have shown that this is like their civil rights. It's happening right now. Totally. You know, there's a lot of protesting, a lot yep. of marching, a lot of voices being exposed. Activists are being born every single day. Every day. And um, documenting it every day. It's too. beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Now, I believe that your main man, Steve, has a strained relationship. Mm-hmm. Like many black millennials do with law enforcement, oh, yeah. a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Carl Winslow. 
Carl a love a love hate relationship. Right. Because he loves him, because he kind of sees him as the dad that he doesn't have, mm. or that's absent. Yep. And I kind of think Carl also sees uh, Urkel as his son. Because he doesn't like Eddie. Because he doesn't, he hates Eddie. He right. treats Eddie like crap. Eddie's not smart. Eddie's not smart, and doesn't adhere to his discipline, whereas Steve does adhere to the discipline. Mm. And he's a cop, so he's all about discipline. Kind of like teachers. They always kind of discipline even when they don't have to. Yes. Yeah. They think it's their job 24-7. Right. Same deal. So, but then again, he also hates him because he's like, this kid's a piece of crap. Well, that's the thing, right? So we watched probably a 15-minute clip on YouTube, literally uh, 15 minutes, of Carl being explosive and wilding out. Carl's yelling. He's angry. He's got anger issues. He has some issues. Yeah. And I believe that if Carl ever kept his weapon on him... Mm. He would have shot Steve. The only reason Steve's not shot is because Carl didn't have. He the doesn't gun. have the gun on. He have the gun on. Like if he ever walked in that house, like he does every single episode with no key, unannounced. Right. He's gonna get shot right. one of these days. How has Steve not been shot? Steve don't do that to them kids down down the street in Southside. <laughs> he would have got, got put on notice. Chief Keith would have. Chief Keith. <laughs> Chief Keith little, would have said, "Yo, Steve, not, to, not to do. Yo, uh, one of them littles." Not- <laughs> <laughs> they would have said shots through his fitted <laughs> but you know what the reason why I call so damn angry uh-huh. is because I mean die hard one die hard two die hard three <laughs> Carl's been put through a lot the Ghostbusters man. is a copy Ghostbusters <laughs> yo Carl keeps Carl seeing ghosts <laughs> getting busted <laughs> Slimer. Slimer's annoying as hell. And then Carl had to go to Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> See Hans Gruber out here. And then he had to go deal with this guy. Steve he Urkel, had to go man. deal with this annoying ass kid. What the hell? <laughs> After all that, yeah, I would have shot him. I just don't understand how Steve never got shot, man. I don't know. Steve. Well, Steve's kind of like... He's a revolutionary himself. He's a revolutionary. Right? Did I do that? Did I do that? Is a revolutionary statement. Let's break that down. Right. So, did I do that is 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 putting the pressure on the police to say, but you did it. You did it. Did I do that? Did no, I, do that? I did not do that. Did I do that? You did it. You did it. This was like a political statement. It was. I'm prepared to go out and protest right. and say, did I do that? Did I do it? Did I shoot those young men? Mm-hmm. No, you did. Did I brutalize those young people? No, you did. Yes. Did I do all these things? No, it was you, Carl. Right. It wasn't me, Carl. Right. It was you and your oppressive state of mind. Carl, get your mind right. Did I do that as a political statement? I'm going out. Yes. Is there? If there's another woman's march, I'm going out with my Did sign. I do that sign? Did that, I do we that? We got to go out there. Yeah. Did I do that? Steve is questioning the oppressor. Do you hear me, brother? Yo, Steve. Steve. Do you hear me, brother? Steve is out here low-key woke. Come on. Woke, woke AF. <laughs> Steve is woke AF. And imposing his will. He's a black millennial, man. He is. He was out there ready to die for the cause. How many times did Steve put himself in life-altering situations? Steve could have died multiple times. Steve, the time he drove the Izetta through the uh, garage. Right. Steve, the time um, 
he almost blew himself up in a basement creating some silly science experiments. All for the people, man. All for the love of human advancement because he's a millennial. He cared about the people. He does care about the people. Now, you mentioned the Izetta. Oh, I love that car. Here's another reason why Steve is a millennial. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of a hipster, man. He is. He's kind of like ironic, or as you say, ironic? What was Iron- it? I- irony. <laughs> irony. <laughs> it's irony. Izetta is definitely a, a, a BMW. I don't know where he got that money from. Maybe using the time machine. To... He stole money. He stole money. <laughs> he stole money. He stole money. He's probably hanging out with them Southside kids. <laughs> um, he, like a hipster, he wears weird clothing, like you said. Yep. He's got those high waisted pants. Yep. They're high waters. Which I see people rocking today. Oh, if I go to Williamsburg, exactly what he has on, there's going to be a kid in a bar like that. Without a doubt. Yeah, drinking a PBR. <laughs> With that uh, corny, uh, lint uh, ridden uh, <laughs> cardigan. <laughs> those big plastic frame glasses. Right. Suspenders. Suspenders. But you know what? Uh-huh. If you put that guy, Steve Urkel, uh-huh. not Stefan, Steve, uh-huh. in some random bar in Williamsburg. You won't even know. All the chicks. All of them. All of them. Black guy. Black, yeah. Oh, nerdy and black? Oh, man. World's your oyster. He's Donald Glover, Donald. He's Don- oh. Before Donald Glover shoot. was Steve Urkel. Steve Whoa. Urkel is Donald Glover before Donald Glover. Maybe he, Stefan was the original model. Next model was... Donald Glover. Stefan, I think, was corny, man. I think he was a little too cliche. Yeah. I, he had these Steve Harvey jackets. Ralph Tresvant. Very Ralph Tresvant. Very Ralph Tresvant. Very Ralph Tresvant. Shout I, out to um, that new edition movie on BET, by the way. I did not see it oh. yet. Minus one on your black card. Is uh, Bobby in it? <laughs> Is Bobby in it? Okay, because that's, that's all I want to <laughs> say. Of course he's in it. All right. So... He's a black millennial. Black millennial. Right? Hipster. He's a hipster. Mm-hmm. He's got a revolutionary mindset. Revolution. He has a strained relationship with cops. Yep. Another thing is, uh, I was reading about black millennials and their um, their advancement in education. Correct. Right? So it's like, uh, I think it was, they, uh, there's, a, there's something that says, uh, like roughly 58% of millennials overall will receive a bachelor's degree. And black millennials are under-discussed standouts in this group, right? Shout out to this website, which I'm not going to shout them out for nah. providing that service. <laughs> I do like this website, though. I'm 50 I watch it a lot. I'm 50-50 on it. I mean, their sports section is a little problematic right. when they talk about black athletes. Well, you know, a lot of these schools, I mean, a lot of these young folks, oh, they have, so they have um, mm-hmm. higher education rates. Yep. Um, higher graduation rates. Graduation. Sorry. And I think that Steve... Eventually, I, I forget what school he went to. But Steve became an astronaut. He became an astronaut. Now, I don't know if he went to college. I don't either. I'm going to have to assume that he did. I wouldn't, though. If I was if I created a uh, time machine... Who needs school? And a cloning machine... Who needs school? I, I don't even need to apply. I mean, like, look at this thing <laughs> in my basement yeah, I'm that cloning. I made. I'm cloning. I'm cloning things. Right. I created five lures. <laughs> the first five, four died. Now, here's... <laughs> In the backyard. Well, you know now. Piled up. Now that brings me to the question: Why didn't uh-huh. Steve just clone a Laura? Right. That would love him. He could have been the first dude to create those uh, love dolls. <laughs> just a real one. A real person. A love real doll. person. Love doll. Would you cop a love doll? Uh, no, I think it's a little too much. <laughs> like, there's like a couple of things I just think humans shouldn't be allowed to do. 
<laughs> love dolls are one of them. Love dolls are one of them. Clones, <laughs> not one of them. You are all into clones. I want my own. Of you? Yes. Like Steve. I send him to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning, I'd be like, yo, it's like both of us do it equally. Right. But you go first. <laughs> you just never... But his turn... My turn never comes up. Does he sleep in the house? Like, where do nah, you... Nah, he sleeps, he sleeps outside. Okay. Yeah. Right. But he can work his way up. Got it. But he will never achieve. Got it. Kind of like... Uh, what's that? There's a mathematical theorem for that. Here we go. Yeah. Hyperbole. Is, you, is that yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You get closer and closer, but you never get there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, relationships with me. Oh, this is... <laughs> Is there something you like to talk about here? Richard? I don't know, man. It's therapy time. <laughs> you gotta break something down, man. This is Johnny's Tinder relationship. They're going. They're going. Johnny's to, Tinder time. They're going to ride, man. Going to ride. Things are not working out. They're man. not working out. They're not working out. Hyperbole. I tell you what's else they're not working out. Mm-hmm. Steve and Laura's relationship. <sighs> There's right. so many problems here. So it's like this. Uh, you mentioned this, mm-hmm. the idea of the fear of missing out. FOMO. So that's a big millennial thing. Huge millennial Can thing. you tell me why you think uh, Steve and Laura... Can I tell you why millennials have FOMO? Do tell. Because millennials have way more options of things to do. Mm-hmm. Our parents had nothing to do all day. Yeah. Like they had to be so bored. Can you imagine coming home to a TV that has... Seven channels? <laughs> <laughs> Seven channels? No internet? And a, and a phone that takes you 60 to 70 seconds to dial? Yeah. yeah. No, no uh, three-way calling? Nah, nah, and, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, it's tough. And no call waiting. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that I think um, I think that they have more options, like you said. So like on your options. phone, like you can literally scroll through things and find out what's going on. Right. So like on a Facebook, they're like, these are the 50 events that are happening. Correct. They're on Instagram. You're like, oh, snap, my friends are at this bar. Right. Let me just go there. Right. Um, and you feel like you have to go. You right. know what I'm saying? And um, like there's like three events that are going on as I'm recording this podcast. Correct. And I'm thinking about, damn, do I have, do I, do I have time to go? Is there an opportunity for me to make it? What's going to happen? Maybe I should stay home. So there's right. this fear of saying like, you know, the fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. Fear of saying no. Right. Uh, so then that's also like relationships, right? So like people right. have the fear of missing out on the better relationship. Should I go out with this girl? But I could do better. Right. I can do better. And I, and I can do better because... I, you know, this other person's always in my face. Always. So in I'm my dating face. this one person, right? But I'm on here and on Instagram, she has this amazing picture, and she just she's talking about how much she wants to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. She's throwing it in a circle, and now you're just like, damn, maybe this person that I'm with is not popping as I thought it was, as mm-hmm. I thought they were, and that adds to the fear of missing out because again, there's so many options. Steve Urkel had multiple options as well. He did. Laura Winslow. He had the fear. He said the fear of missing out on Laura. Yeah. So he Myra comes along. Shout out to Myra. By the way, I don't even remember the. What were you gonna say? Myra Butros Butros Monkhouse. Right. I don't know what that name is. Where's she from? I don't know. But anyways, Myra. What was her origin? She like came out of thin air. Well, she went to their high school. Oh. And she was like this overly aggressive young lady who loved nerds. She's a millennial, also. Is you she? know why? Why. Millennial women go after dudes. Huh. Is that true? Right. Okay. They, they don't wait and sit back. So she was before her time also. She was before her Rest time. Rest in peace to the actual actress. R.I.P. Uh, ovarian cancer, I believe, yeah, is what took her. Uh, F cancer, man. 
So yeah, so you're saying, um, yeah. So he had Myra mm-hmm. uh, in uh, pool. They call it ball in hand, where you get to take the ball and move it around. Sure, wherever I don't you want know. What, to. Yeah, it means you. you Facts don't matter. I don't care. It means that you can make whatever shot you want. Okay. Yeah. So he kind of had ball in hand with her. Like right. he knew he had her in her back pocket, and because of that, he was just like, she could be my fallback, my insurance, right? My. Uh, my contingency plan. Mm. And he was always like, you know what? What is uh, Laura doing? And chase her because of it. Right. But he had a great girl laying in the in wait. Right there. But she was also a little psychotic. She was a little crazy. A little crazy. Crazy is the wrong word. Not crazy. That's uh, yeah. That's not a good term. You don't want to say that. No. She was aggressive. She, she was, was maybe aggressive. a little overly aggressive for Steve. Eager. 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 Yeah, she was very much so. And I think that, you Frugal know. Frugal with her love beautiful yeah well you know i think that steve also the fear of missing out is why steve was always at their house right he never wanted to miss out what was going on miss out on on the happenings of the winslow family kind of like family time for him he wanted right he wanted family he wanted family and they just his parents just would not give it to him do we ever see his house we saw the the basement. basement we never saw anywhere else the basement was his lair right what if my man never... Because... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got something here. Wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no one's ever been to his house. Right. People have only been to the basement. Correct. Did he have a house? What if it was just like a... Like he was like sneaking in an abandoned warehouse or something or abandoned house. I don't think that's true. Like them boarded up joints in Chicago. Nah, he had a house. He had a house? He had a house. Because we saw the house, the outside of the house. Oh, do we? Like sometimes. Like in the backyard. Okay. Okay. I think, or like, I think... I don't know. Somebody fact-checked us. What fact if his somebody. parents were, like, gone, and he just, like... He stayed in the house. He stayed in the house. Or maybe he lied. He lied. And said that my parents were around. But they were, like, in the basement. Dead. Right. Maybe he killed them. He killed them. Right. He tried to clone them or something. And then oh. some scientific accident. Wait. They died or left, uh-huh. and that's why he created the time machine. To try and, and go save them. To save to them. save them. Or to try to make them. Right. But instead, he just made himself. Correct. he's a... Egomaniac. Because he wanted Laura. He wanted Laura. Laura has something over him, man. Yo, Laura actually might be the She's the, the villain. She's the bad guy. She's the bad guy. I didn't think Laura was that tough, man. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm a huge Myra fan. Yeah, I thought Myra was just a better look. Laura also had a homegirl, tall chick. She was in a lot of shows at that time. Yeah, Maxine. 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 She was I. I thought they were sisters in real life. Come to find out that they're not. They're not. Oh. Her um, IG is lit though. Whose IG is lit? Uh, Maxine. Is it? Yeah. Have you been looking at IG? I, have, I, have, I, have. I do some research for the show. <laughs> and I'm following her now. To look up Maxine's IG. Yeah. Alright, we'll check that out. And, she, and uh, you know, she's like a little bit older than me. I think she's uh, looking for a younger gentleman in her life. She's not married or anything. Nah, well, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> you should holler at her. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, Shoot your I'm, shot. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> Go in, man. Yo, you step on the court, you're in range. Maxine, baby. Right. Here's another thing about Steve. Mm-hmm. So I was reading this article, and they were talking about how millennials are more um, in tune with um, the idea of gender equality. Right. And um, the LGBTQ community, how they're more in tune with that. And that's just true. I mean, millennials are... Um, 
are just more likely to support LGBTQ rights. They're they have more data. Right, more data. They're more open to more being open. who they are. You That's because we're advanced as humans. We're smarter. We're smarter. We're right. not our parents. Correct. Who like live hard lives and couldn't think about these things. Right. Coal like mining. Metaf- yeah. <laughs> Coal mining. Uh, busting up rocks for right. energy. And um, Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Dying at the hands. Dying at the hands. Yeah. <laughs> you Drinking know? out of colored water fountains. <laughs> Like, you got to think, these people live through a time that's just, like, inconceivable right now. (laughs) I just can't imagine the, like, the nonsensical mindset of saying, yo, you cannot drink out of this water fountain. So it's so easy for me to be like, man, if somebody said that to me, I'd come upside their head. Yeah. And, like... But probably you'd end up getting killed, like, right after that. <laughs> That's it, man. Like, directly after I don't want to hear it. So, with that said, yeah. we were trying to figure out, does Steve fit this particular Steve mindset? definitely does, because he uh, played Myrtle Urkel. Right, which I believe is not a real person. Myrtle Urkel is no, not a real cousin. No, because we're going <laughs> off of the fact that he's got split personality right. disorder. So uh, I don't think that's right. Right. Yeah. His borderline. It's him. Right. He put a dress up. Right. He also has a cloning machine. He has a cloning machine. So he maybe cloned himself, dressed no, up. No, no, no. No. Remember, the cloning machine doesn't work. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he's just using the cloning machine. He's <laughs> he's a disturbed young man with no parents and no outlets and no one to talk to. So- Probably the cable's been turned off for years, so his TV has probably got those seven channels that I was talking about, and uh, you know he needs people to talk to. AKA so himself, he, himself, he steps in the machine, right? Comes out with Myrtle Oracle, talks to himself, yeah. Got, but he's got to an answer, right? Steps back in the machine, comes out and steps on. <laughs> Steve Urkel. Is a very troubled young man. He's been through right. He needs He's been through a lot. He needs some counseling. He's emotionally disturbed. Right. He's scarred. He needs counseling. And every time he comes over to this house to the family mm-hmm. that is his, they reject him. Right. And it was weird because you know what was weird? It is why I knew like he was like the super geek, as they say on television, like a nerd on TV. Right. But yo, your man could fight. Yep. He had like kung fu skills. Yep. He also was Nasty as a basketball player. Yep. Like dope as hell. Yeah. Now, the traditional nerd doesn't do those things. No, he's not good at any of those things. But he can do both. He can. That's very millennial like, too. Very millennial like, also. I remember I was playing this uh, kid in basketball. He wasn't a kid. He was like 25. (laughs) He was grown. grown. He's grown, but he was like on the younger side of the millennials. Uh huh. And my man was. Wearing like the John Stockton shorts. Okay. And he had like a quaff in his hair. Okay. Uh, Where's this going? He did not look like he should have been good. But he was busting y'all. My man Game. was playing a very James Worthy esque game. Buckets. James Worthy. He had Buckets. Gla- he, had glasses. He, had glasses. he was like a wing 80s player, but he was giving cats. Buckets, yo. You know when you when you wear glasses on the basketball court, they automatically automatically think you're trash. Think you're trash. I I played ball once. This park, I was in downtown Brooklyn, and uh, my man on the other team, on my team, mm-hmm. was nice as all hell. He was like, he was calling me Kurt Rambis. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was going hard. I was like grabbing rebounds. Yeah, and he was like, did you punch somebody in the I face? Did not. <laughs> going for a layup. <laughs> 
because that's what I think of when I think of Kurt Rambis. Yeah, he was like, yeah, go, Kurt Rambis got us. Kurt Rambis got these boards on Smash. And I wanted to be like, yo, can you? Can I get James Worthy or can Horace Grant <laughs> as a man wearing glasses? Those were my role models. Yeah, James Worthy and Horace Grant. James Worthy is one of my favorite players. He's a great player. You know who on the low was a great player, but uh, as a as a young kid, we got to see him later on, and he wore glasses, uh-huh. but he was super athletic. But Ooh. no one ever remembers it. Who's that? Uh, Orlando Woolridge. Oh, first guy to go. J.R. Ryder dunk. Now he started it with the behind the back Yo, first. Old or he was nasty. He was nasty. And then Michael Jordan came. Yes, and then kind of shut that. Down. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. A lot of guys shut down because of that. Yo, so you know, yeah. we came in here with the idea of mm-hmm. trying to prove that Steve Urkel was a millennial, right? But we ultimately discovered that he's yes, he was an, a millennial before his time. But he was also a young man that needed some counseling some because he he needed he had some mental health issues. Yeah, so he had some mental health issues. Yeah, and um, and I hope that he got it. You know, he eventually married Laura. Yes, he, he did. W- they sent him into space. Right, and that's another thing too. Laura, Laura married him at the end. Right, so she didn't even. So she wasn't attracted to, to Stefan. She was attracted to him. Right, she's whack, man. Yeah. This is why these nice guys, nice guys, they, they, they finish last. I say he did finish last. Right. Because he ended up with someone who didn't really genuinely care for him. Correct. She may have settled for him. Right. She realized that she loved him after how many years of this guy? After all the phases of Stephen Urkel's mm-hmm. personality acquiescing Talk to, me. to her hate. Uh-huh. Where he had to adjust his personality to fit it. Yeah. To make sure she liked it. Like smashing right. that circle shape through the square peg. Talk to him. I don't know, but Steve, <laughs> my mans, you should have went after Myra. Myra was it. Myra was Myra it. Myra was it. Myra was it. Yeah, I think that, you know, when you start, it also looks about the choices that we make. You know, it's like, are you choosing... The right one. The right one. People do it all day. Man, I gotta ask. I gotta start asking myself some questions. I'm, we're starting to look at ourselves yo, now. Yo, I'm man. gonna start texting people tonight. Like, yo, <laughs> don't don't respond to this text ever again. <laughs> yo, you you dead. <laughs> and send them the why you always lying me. Yo, man, it's just weird. You know, the Winslows. I think were bad for Steve. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were a neglectful family themselves. Yes, they lost a daughter. Oh, talk to me. About Randomly, that. yo, the daughter was gone. Did they address it? They didn't address they it. They didn't even address it. They no, let, they let her go. What's your your man Eddie? She, wait, is the, she the one that like walked upstairs and never came and back? Just never came. When back? When she came back, she came back as an adult film star. Ugh. She's in she's in pornography. Damn. Let me tell you. I'm gonna go look that up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's, if you Google Family Matters, Family Matters girl. And yeah. then, you know, adult film. Adult film. And then you go through whatever proper it's channels you need to go through. Wherever you need to figure out where that is. Correct. Yeah. Check that out. And you'll find out more. Yeah. So they were neg- they were neglectful. Mm-hmm. Carl was troubling. Yep. Because of all the terrorist acts that correct. he witnessed. He, I mean, he was going through some things. He was going through some things. And John John Connor, I, I mean. Not John <laughs> Connor. John McClane. John McClane. I blame him. Right. Wrong. Wrong Apocalyptic action, action yeah. movie. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he was going through some things, and then you also got to think about like the only person that really banged with uh, Steve was the grandmother, Mama yep. Winslow, Mama Winslow, and Little Richie. Yeah, 
Okay. Now, Little Richie, you know, Little Richie was not on the final two seasons of the show. And he was replaced by this other kid. Little Richie had a friend yeah. who, I don't know if it was Little Richie, but yeah, I think it was Little Richie. Richie, Richie. Richie, just Richie. Richie, Richie had a friend mm-hmm. named 3J. I don't know if you remember this. I'm going deep cuts here, family Ooh, matters. I remember the name. I can't put the face to 3J was Richie's friend. Mm-hmm. I guess Richie left the show. 3J was uh, Steve's big bro- little brother, like a big brother, little brother. Uh, oh, got it. Big brother, yeah. big sisters type thing. That makes sense because 3J sounds like a kid that came from a, a through some area. Is 3J is probably Chief Keef? Yeah. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chief, Chief Keef was probably 3J. 3J. He's like, yo, don't call me 3J no more. It's Chief Keef. Right. And then what ended up That's happening so probably was mm-hmm. Steve. He was adopted by 3J. Was eventually adopted by the Winslows. Ooh. 3J was adopted by the Winslows, goes into this bad situation with his bad family. Horrible family. Neglect them. Fires back by going right. back into the hood. Right. Starts recording music. Right. And says these is these are the things that he doesn't like. Yes. And next thing you know, he's a hit. He's a hit. He's Damn. A hit I mean, we're breaking it down here. Yo, 3J is don't like. Yeah, I thought that we was out here just playing games. Nah, we out here doing inception. Deconstructing. Deconstructing, incepting. So now, Johnny. An Iranian. <laughs> you say Iranian? Iranian. Like from Iran? Iran? Yeah, same thing. Same deal. They're going to shut down our podcast now. Oh, damn. It. We're not with the Iranians. Ahmadinejad. That's uh, Aqu- <laughs> Yo, Ahmadinejad. Let me not get over there. He low key. Your was... man's jacket game was so, Yo, lit. so serious. Your man had the khaki jacket game. And you know what? The real reason why they hated him? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. He's an educator. Was it? Yeah, right. He's a professor. That's right. And John, we're not going to talk about him anymore. Uh, we're not going to talk about him anymore. I couldn't get home. Though. So here's what's going to happen. First Avenue I'm Bus not going to talk to you, man. It's not I'm lit. I'm not, not going to talk about it. So we've had some, uh, we, uh, through <laughs> through social media, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Urkel, man. Urkel to Akhmedinejad. There's some relation there somehow. Um, Time machine. Right. Your man, uh, so we asked some people on That's Facebook. That's they kept hiding <laughs> the, uh, stop it. Stop the uranium. <laughs> <laughs> Steve would be like, yo, Aqua, I got you, dog. I'll hide it. Yo, come pass it to me. I'll bring it back to Chicago. Next thing you know, I got Chicago. Right. Very right. Out of control. (laughs) Yo. Yo, you man. You say I got a time machine. You you got a closet, dog. Steve had all that choice in the closet. Mahmoud, I'm Adina Jad. We're on to your stuff. We got you, man. We got you. You need to stop funding my <laughs> Steve, Urkel. Steve Urkel to ruin the South Side. Right. That's what it is, That's man. That's what it is. Man. And you know what? Balky Bartokamus was the broker in between. <laughs> because remember, He's Balky. Weak. No, he was from a country. Mipos. 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 Is actually in Iran. Unrecognized so, on the UN, right? Uh, they were in Iran. So, Ahmadinejad uh-huh. was like, Steve, Okay, I got a guy. Uh-huh. He's down the block from you. He works with uh, Harriet. Harriet at the newspaper. Right. You got to get <laughs> the plutonium from Balki. Him, from Balki. Uh-huh. Balki was like, yo, I got it in Mipos. And then that's how that happened. I don't know what you just said, man. All through the time machine. <laughs> All right, maybe the time machine works. <laughs> I would not believe it. I would not believe it. That's 
absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous Stefan Urkel is ridiculous. <laughs> Myrtle Urkel is ridiculous. The daughter going upstairs and never coming back is ridiculous. Richie being played by twins in the first season, oh. then coming in as a new kid, leaving the last season to get replaced by 3J. AKA Chief Keith. AKA Chief Keith is ridiculous. <laughs> Carl Winslow going through three times terrorist events in these darn diehard movies and then having to come back to Chicago to deal with that crappy family is ridiculous. <laughs> So, <laughs> while Harriet is just trying to be a strong black woman, Talk to raising him. these kids, working at this damn newspaper where people are making advances toward her and treating her like crap. And she was just an elevator and operator. She was just an man. elevator operator, man. And they asked her to put those fine print italics on that damn newspaper. She knew Sans Serif wasn't did, on that. Did she have that? She, I think she was just an elevator operator. She was an elevator operator. There was no Sans Serif. No, there, was no, was there was none of that. No. You know what Sans Serif means? What is that? Without feet. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. So we went through the emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back on track here. <laughs> let's get a little focus. Oh, so we v- down a block there. <laughs> so via email. Via email. And on our Facebook page, yeah. we asked... People to um, to answer the question. Should if, we say the email? Hey, what's the email? Uh, J and J. I forgot. <laughs> we'll come back. To All that. right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's great, uh, Johnny. Appreciate. It. I was all ready for that. J and J bag of tricks at gmail There you go. J and J bag of tricks at gmail Like J is in Joe. <laughs> That's for that's for that's from last week. If you listen, if you that's listen to last listen. week, you'll know. He isn't jump. He about to get jumped. Uh, so we isn't and isn't nacho. <laughs> Not my child. Not my. <laughs> <laughs> <Jason> Jordan. <laughs> so B's and Brett. <laughs> and he's like, I? <laughs> Johnny, man. Can I just get to the Yeah, let's go, man. Let's can go. Just, let's get to it. Johnny, can I just get to it? tricks at gmail.com. So we asked people via email and on our Facebook page to answer the question. Um, if you had a question for Steve Urkel, what would your question be? Ooh. So we're going to go through it. So we got, um, our first one goes uh, from Travis Haylock from California, a.k.a. Miami. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> Travis Haylock goes, where the transformation chamber at? Oh, I guess that is the chamber that he turns into. Right, so we figured it out. It's uh-huh. not a transformation chamber, chamber. at all, Travis. Um, it's, it's a just, closet. It's just a closet with, with two doors, Yep. and he's just uh, mentally challenged. He's got clothes in there. Mm-hmm. And he just changes in the closet. It's like a porter potty. It's a porter potty. Right. And you know what? Uh, maybe the Winslow family did do a good thing. Maybe they kind of pacified him because uh-huh. he never turned Columbine with his problems. All right, I'm not going to touch that one there, man. All right, let's not touch that. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany D asks, mm. Steve, where are your parents? We also answered that. We did. His parents are dead. They're dead. Steve killed them or they died. Mm-hmm. Probably killed them, though. 
Luck, I think Steve killed them. But had buyer's remorse on the murder. And it was like, I need to bring them back. And I created the transformation <laughs> chamber and okay. the other one. Right. But they didn't work out, as we explained earlier. Got it. <laughs> uh, Fatima Chase asks... Is oh, what La- up, Fatima? We know Fatima. Yeah, St. John's, yeah, yeah. John's all day. Is Laura still your precious pet? That was weird talk by him, precious pet. Like, yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean, you know, like he liked her, like his pet. Like a, no. kit, like a kitten yeah, or a, a bunny rabbit. A pet is, you have dominion over a pet. Mm. You want to talk about your your lady friend like that. Right. Well, I, I, we're, I we're assume. We're sex positive and we're women positive. Here. Talk to him. Amen. Don't do that. That's right. <laughs> At E-N-A-C-A-D-A on Twitter. <laughs> is Laura still your precious pet? I think that him and Laura would are no longer together. I think Laura had to maybe commit Steve. Yeah. It was too much. Yeah. It was too much. Um. Another question we have here. Let's look through this here. Uh, we got Keisha McIntyre, another St. John's. Hey, Keisha. Uh, how is Myrtle? Um, Myrtle is no more because Steve is. Well, maybe. I mean, Myrtle's all in his head. All in his head. Myrtle is not a real person. He created Myrtle. Right. Uh, part of his coping mechanism with his uh, crap life. Right. Yeah. Uh, we got another question. Uh, this is from Ashina Johnson. She says. Did the spiked punch incident turn you off completely from drinking alcohol? No, not at all. Actually, it made me love it. Not you. Oh. Oh. Steve Urkel. Oh, Steve Urkel. <laughs> yeah. So that was an episode. This is another. We forgot about this right we here. We did. So. I remember who had it, though. Who? Waldo. And Lorenz Geraldo, Tate. Geraldo, Faldo, and Lorenz Tate. And Lorenz Tate. Tate. Lorenz young Tate. Lorenz Tate. Yeah, very young Lorenz very Tate. Very young Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate and Waldo Geraldo. Faldo. Faldo. Spiked the punch. Sharp haircut. When these, yeah, I mean, sharp fade, high top, fade. high top fade Hall of Fame. Yeah, Geraldo's in there. Easy. It looks like uh, the basketball player Norris Cole. By the right. Way. Um, so that spiking of the punch led to mm-hmm. the Urkel dance. Right. Right. Which is another way that he's a current millennial type of guy, or hit, Generation Z even. Hit a, hidden talent. Juju on the beat. Yep. Or. Uh, the Millie Rock, yep. or whatever all of these dances are. He would have gone viral if, Yo, if they had that. Urkel dance. Yeah. Do it. Yo, we might have do to bring it. that back, yeah? I'll just, do that. Just do the Urkel dance, but do it to a different song. They'll never know. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever know. They'll be like, yo, you guys are so creative. Just yeah. like millennials. I think I'm not doing their research. <laughs> they never, right. They don't do their that research. never happened before. No. Um, did the spike punch at, you know, um, I don't think. We never saw him drink alcohol again on the show. No. But I'm pretty certain that he was drunk a lot. What if, what if he was doing psychedelics, which is the reason why he oh, yeah, maybe. turned into all those other people. So maybe he wasn't mentally challenged. Maybe he was just maybe high. He had a laboratory. Oh, so he was trying to so use drugs. he was probably creating de- designer right. drugs. I mean, you know, that he used to drink this serum. There you go. And that was like lean. That That's what it is. He was drinking lean. He was drinking lean. So he, he's in Chicago. Oh. Which is why 3J... Leaned up is Chief Keith. Oh man, there we go. Inception bars, we're figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, we got another question here from we're giving out free game. Primo Sparaza. Oh, Primo, <laughs> Primo asks, oh, I know him. How did Steve keep getting into the house without a key? That is one thing that grinds my gears. And we don't keeps know, me up at night. we don't know, we don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't have an answer to that, Primo. I'm sorry. Uh, How did he keep getting in? Well, Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody was keep was letting him in. 
Maybe somebody was letting him was keeping the door unlocked so that Steve could actually come into the house. Who would that person? Maybe be? Steve was smashing Grandma Winslow. Whoa, Grandma Winslow. And by smashing, I take that back. That's a that's a really that's a that's a bad term. Maybe he was having relations. Grandma Winslow was a little bit out there, and she so was a little was swaggy. Thelma, no, Rachel. Rachel. Why don't I think? Yeah, Rachel. Rachel Winslow. I think Thelma Hopkins was her real name. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Thelma was her real name. Yeah. Thelma Hopkins. Yeah. So uh, great actress, by the way. Yeah, very good actress. She's she was in a lot of stuff. It was kind of weird that she was in this. Reginald Vell Johnson, also a great actor. Great actor. Like if you watch, Harriet was also Bell, a good actor too. Yeah, I forget yeah. her real name. Well, that's the thing. A lot of these '90s sitcoms uh-huh. always have like strong, classically trained. Act- like for instance, um, the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. The great Butler, actors. The Butler. Jeffrey. Jeffrey great actor. is like a great tr- classically trained actor. It was right. on Broadway and stuff. First Aunt Viv. Yeah. Aunt Viv. Classically trained dancer. Right. Great actress. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. It's like, at that time when they were creating those shows, they were like, yo, even if this thing don't work, we're going to at least surround yeah. that person with good talent. And right. this show is going to still succeed. Correct. I agree. So, Primo, to answer your question, how does Steve keep getting into the house without a key? He was having sex with uh, uh, Mama Winslow. I thought we were going with uh, the aunt, Rachel. Oh, or well, maybe Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Because oh, Rachel out was there. more of a you know promiscuous young lady. She was putting it out there. <laughs> no disrespect. No. She's having a great time, as uh, she should. She's young. We got a question here from Urban Epiphany, and her kid doesn't exist because he walked away. <laughs> no, he was. He, he walked upstairs. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That was Judy. That was Judy. Right. Her kid changed three times. Yeah. That's traumatic. So she had to, right? Yeah. And her restaurant got burned down. And her restaurant got burned down. Actually, it didn't or get burned down. What happened? It didn't get burned down. It disappeared. Oh. Another restaurant burned down, causing her to open her restaurant. Mm. Um, and this goes to the question that Sounds was asked like by Renee Napoleon asked, did Rachel's place burn down or go bankrupt? I can't remember. Um, I believe it just disappeared. Yeah, it just went on. Um, as this show tends to do with people like Richie, yep. like the daughter Judy, yep. like Geraldo Waldo Faldo, yep. like second mom, second mom, yep. first mom, first, first mom. Harriet, the yeah. original Harriet. Right. Um, the show moved to CBS. I don't know if you knew that. I don't remember that. Yeah, it moved to CBS for its last season. That's a horrible channel. Uh, Urban, yeah, well, that's another conversation for another day. Yeah. I hate CBS. But the eyes stay open, and they, <laughs> woke, but not woke. Illuminati. Uh, Urban Epiphany asks, "How could you turn down? Body. How could you turn down Myra? I mean, you know, I live with this every day. It bothers us. Mm-hmm. Myra was just better. I think she Way was probably better. smarter, also. Yep. Than Laura, she yep. was nicer than Laura. Way nicer. And you know, there's a friend of ours that says she got to like you back. That's absolutely correct. Myra liked Steve back, and she was dedicated and loved that man. Yeah." And Laura she stabbed for him. And if Laura was just fickle, man. She was very fickle. Only popping off with Steve when Steve was Stefan. Right. And then had to wait until Steve became older. Right. And Steve was gonna leave, and that's when she finally was like, Yo, I love you. Yeah. Like, Laura, you Laura can Laura's like Chrisette Michelle, man. Yeah. I don't know how she is. But, isn't but I don't she, like her. I don't like either one. Isn't Laura almost like um Whitley? Tell me about that. What wasn't Whitley about to get married to somebody, and then and then yeah, after Dwayne Wade Dwayne came had in. to go through theatrics. Yeah, like what? Why are these shows putting out these problematic um, black relationships? relationships? 
And it's not even black shows. Just, every every sitcom right. puts out these problematic relationships, and then like tries to I guess make people aspire to them. Because you know a lot of people are whack, man. Yeah. And I think that and a lot of relationships are problematic. <laughs> right. So I think it's I think it's a lot of it is based off of truth. You know why? Yeah. Because relationships uh, defy reason. Hmm. Like people are willing to act out a character and do shit that they would never do. <laughs> We got another Myra question here from okay. Adrian Odat. He says, was Laura really hotter than Myra to you? That's what he would ask Steve. And we would answer for Steve. Yes. Laura was hotter. Yeah, for Steve. Yeah, for him. Yeah, for not, him. Not to not us. Not for me. Not for us. No. Laura, yeah, not for us. And Laura was not bad. No. Like, not, no, no, no. But no. Myra was. And she still looks good, too. Yeah. Myra, you know, also played Justine on The Cosby Show. What? Who was Malcolm Jamal Warner's uh, real life wife, actually? Right. Right. Um, Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, she was. I loved Myra, man. Me too. Yeah. I mean, she was a uh, Michelle Thomas. That was her name. Yes. Michelle Thomas. She died from. You're right. Ovarian. Cancer. Ovarian. Yeah. Yeah. She played Justine. So she was. She was uh, Theo Huxtable and Steve Urkel's uh, girlfriend. How old was she? Um, she was 30 years old when she passed away. Where is she from? She's from Boston, Massachusetts. <sighs> that hurt you that bad? That was it? Damn. That quick? Nothing good comes out of Boston. No, that's not true. That's not true. There's, like, some, good, there's some good stuff out of Boston. Don't worry about it. I'm, you know, there's good people out of Boston. I don't, I don't like the... Um, let me see. I think that's our last question. We have one more question from Renee Napoleon. One more? N- 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 Renee asked a bunch of questions. Uh, what kind of parents did he have for him to be like that? Um, as we said before, his parents are dead. so ultimately what we've got out of this no explanation (laughs) his parents are dead they're dead they're dead ultimately what we learned out of this whole thing is that a again steve is in fact a millennial he was before his time Yep. Um, and what we additionally learned is that Steve either A was on lean mm-hmm. and also helped birth Chief Keith. Yep. Or he had some mental problems. Not or and, and <laughs> <laughs> he had some mental issues. He's definitely he emotionally deconstructed. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. disturbed. So we want uh, we want to know what do you want to hear us deconstruct next? Yes. We've got some some ideas of things that we want to talk about. I want to maybe talk a little bit about Martin Shanene. Martin is uh, Trevor Tro- Trevor Treasure we gotta, Trove. We have to cut you off, man. I don't know, man. A Trevor Trove. Trevor. <laughs> Treasure trove. There it is. Of, of problems. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure this out. So, we, so hit us up. What's the email again? Mm. Is J and J bag J of tricks. And, yep, bag of tricks at gmail.com. J's and jump. <laughs> and that's it. Isn't not today. Not today. <laughs> uh, not right now. Nah. Nah. You don't know that. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. It was a good episode. Um, it was a fun episode. Hopefully, we helped enlighten. The people and the masses on Steve Urkel. Yeah. And we want you to go out there and spread the word. Because mm-hmm. when you take the bus, you get there. And flashlights illuminate paths to places. What's going on here? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, all right. But da 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 dum bum bum. We did it. We did it. We did it.
Steve Urkel <laughs> is a crazy kid nope, who work. creates weird stuff <laughs> nope, not and makes this. up people. Nope. All right, no. All right. All right, we out. It's a grand condition. Grand is The blue state is even harder to find. Peace. Oh, I'm sorry, man. All right, we out. Bye.